Welcome to Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and this is my podcast. I am a former radio personality right here in San Diego, where I grew up, where I was born and raised, where I I grew up in Spring Valley and ended up moving to Escondido with my beautiful wife and my two beautiful Mexipino children. And I was uh, used to being on the radio, sharing my life with everybody for the past 19 years. But at the beginning of the year, I got laid off. And I decided to create this podcast to continue that storytelling, to basically share for those of you that um, are still listening from back in the radio days about what's going on in my life. And that's what Life with Hula is all about. Um, It's probably a way for me to, you know, just vent everything and, and a way for me to share my stories and maybe something you guys can all relate to. Like I said, I'm a father in my 40s here at home, unemployed. Uh, with my kids, social distance learning, and just getting through 2020. That's what Life with Hula is all about. If you are a new listener to the show, do me a favor and hit subscribe on the podcast you uh, platform you are listening to. I would love that follow. If you're trying to find the podcast on Facebook, you can do so by searching Life with Hula, the podcast. That's it. Just Life with Hula, and you can find it. And also, you can email me at lifewithhula at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you may have about uh, whatever you hear on the podcast or just in general. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. It is Wednesday, and it's a day before my big, huge intermittent fast. Um, so yeah, that's going to be happening tomorrow, but I'm going to share those details again for you today because, um, I know people have been asking me, wanting to know what I'm doing and I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. So I'll, you know, let you know about all that information, um, in a few moments. Also, I have your moment of pure happiness and apparently it looks like more people are saying that COVID-19 has given them a newfound appreciation of nature. I also have your theme park news and some huge news from Disney. Um, some layoffs are happening, and I'll share that with you as well. Um, but first, I have your stories to keep you in the know. These are the top three stories I think that will be trending in your office, especially if you're in San Diego. And we're going to kick things off with San Diego will start enforcing parking regulation again starting tomorrow. So be prepared. October 1st, if you are if you park in downtown San Diego especially, um, get ready because the city will start, re, uh, start enforcing parking regulations on Thursday after a six-month hiatus. City leaders temporarily suspended parking enforcement on March 16th because of COVID um, and the whole stay-at-home orders. And bringing back the parking enforcement was identified as one small step towards restoring San Diego's economy. The beginning October 1st, written warnings will be issued for vehicles parked in violation of posted street sweeping route, uh, routes, metered parking restrictions, curb time limits, commercial zones. So citations and fines will be issued beginning on Thursday, October 15th. So you have one week, you guys. One week, you're going to get a written warning, and then it's going to go up to actual fines. So be prepared for that. Enforcing of all parking regulations will resume back on October the 15th. Your next story to keep you in the know is it looks like the County of San Diego recommends modified trick-or-treating this Halloween. I mentioned a story like this from an article I read, but it looks like the County of San Diego advises against close contact door-to-door trick-or-treating this Halloween, but recommends a safer alternative. Um, They release guidelines for celebrating the holiday during the pandemic. In accordance with the county's public health order, they say gatherings, events, or parties with people outside of your household will not be allowed 
Door-to-door trick-or-treating is not recommended, nor is trunk or treating. Leaving bowls of candy for children to grab because it's difficult to keep six feet apart from each other. Haunted houses are not recommended because they involve people in tight, poorly ventilated spaces. So what are you asking is that's being recommended for the county? Instead of trick-or-treating, they say the county suggests one-way trick-or-treating. You line up goodie bags at the end of the driveway or at the edge of a yard for children to grab while keeping a safe distance from others. Other ideals ideas include parties or costume contests conducted online, drive-through events or parades, Halloween movie nights at home or a drive-in theater, decorating your home and visiting pumpkin patches. Yeah. So basically they're saying no Halloween trick-or-treating. I would suggest maybe going to a theme parks. Um, You know, that's something me and my family are going to be doing um, over the weekend. So, uh, you know, just stay safe out there, guys, and wear your mask, even if you're wearing a Halloween costume. And your last story to keep you in the know, it looks like San Diego is going to reopen playgrounds. It looks like um, there is, this is all based on new state guidance um, from Mayor Kevin Faulkner. He says visitors will be instructed to wear masks, stay six feet from each other, and limit their visits to 30 minutes while others are waiting and refraining from eating or drinking. The city has not yet announced officially reopening dates, but they have the the guidelines. It says... uh, Uh, City of San Diego staff prepare playgrounds for a safe reopening based on new uh, guidance just issued by the state in response to the bipartisan calls for common sense. Um, So it does have these protocols like wear a mask. Every two-year-old and older should wear a mask. Maintain distance. You maintain six feet of distance from each other. No food or drinks allowed. You need to wash your hands, sanitize everything after you visit. Plan ahead if the... Uh, try to do it at different times to avoid crowds and waits. Know when to stay home. Elderly individuals and people with underlying medical condi- conditions should avoid playgrounds and share the space. To avoid crowding, allow everyone to use the space. So there you go. It looks like they're reopening those playgrounds, and that should be something, uh, another positive to look forward to. But just stay safe out there. And those are your stories to keep you in the know. All right. Um, so yes, as I mentioned earlier in the beginning of the podcast, I am going to be restarting my intermittent fast. It's going to be the last one of the year. Um, so I promise you won't have to hear about it anymore for the rest of the year after this. I'm going to do a 40 day. It's actually 43 days because the first day you kind of kick off and you, you, you have a cheat day. So I can eat whatever I want, but I have to, um, take my drops and also my pills. So for those that are wanting to do this, listen up, here's what you need to get. And I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Um, You need to purchase this drops called Transformation Drops. You can search for it on Amazon. Look for the brand that's B, as in the letter B, Skinny, B Skinny, S-K-I-N-N-Y, Global, B Skinny Global. Those are the Transformation Drops you need. So you're gonna buy those. You're going to buy yourself some sort of probiotics. You're going to buy yourself some magnesium pills. You're going to buy a B vitamin. And you're also going to buy something called Adrenal Health. The directions are on all the bottles. So you just follow the directions. The first day, which is October 1st that we're doing this, we're going to do a cheat day. Eat whatever you want. (laughs) It's all up to you. Um, You need your body to get used to these pills and drops that you're taking. So in the morning when you wake up, you take your drops. It tells you on the directions. If you don't want to read the directions, you take about 10 drops under your tongue. You let it sit there for a good half an hour. 
I usually go for an hour just because I'm me. I let it dissolve. I also take uh, probiotics. No, no, no. During this time, uh, so this is the drops in the morning, and then I also take my B vitamin. That's it. All right? And then I eat whatever I want. Then at lunchtime, I, after lunch, I will do the drops again under the tongue, 10. Then I will do one adrenal health pill and one probiotic. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, I take magnesium in the morning too. So take your magnesium in the morning. Then I go into uh, eating whatever I want. And then at dinner time, I do the drops again. I do the um, probiotic and the adrenal health pill. And then that's it. And I eat whatever I want till the next day. The next day is when we start the actual, uh, the actual intermittent fast. So I wake up, take the drops do the, pro, uh, the B vitamin, the magnesium, and I drink water. Water, 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 water until about 12 o'clock. At 12 o'clock, I eat six ounces of a fruit, whatever the fruit is. You know, one, it's one fruit. Six ounces of a protein, turkey, chicken, egg whites, and then eight ounces of veggies. I then take the drops again. I do the adrenal. I do the probiotic. And I drink water through the rest of the day. And then at dinner time, I eat six ounces of a fruit, six ounces of protein, eight ounces of veggies. And then I do the drops, and then I do the probiotics, and I do the adrenal health. And then I don't eat or drink until the next morning. So that's what I do. Um, it is going to be hard. The first week sucks. Um, you definitely get headaches. Um, if you can get through, though you'll see a significant weight loss. And I'm gonna do it for 43 days technically because on the 40th day, um, well, 41, 42, and 43, that's when I have to get my body off of the, the transformation drops. And um, you just continue eating, you know, you're, you're doing your fasting. Um, you eat the same things, but uh, you just don't do the drops. And then your body gets out of that and then you go into maintenance phase. So that's what is happening. Are you ready for this? Dun, 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 dun. That's my intermittent fast. Um, it's going to happen. The goal for me this time is 20 pounds again. Um, if I do hit 20 pounds, I will be about 200 pounds total. My weight will be 200 pounds. And that means I will have lost 95 pounds. I mean, obviously, I want to do 100 pounds loss, but 25 pounds is a lot. I mean, just saying. Because I the first time I lost 35 pounds, the second time I did this weight loss journey, I did or intermittent fast, I lost 20 pounds. Then I lost 20 pounds this last time. So 25 is a lot, but we'll see what happens, okay? So that's uh, what's going on with the weight loss journey. So be prepared. Get ready for this. All right, it's time to move on to your theme park news. What's happening in your theme parks? Well, sad news, guys. Disney is going to lay off 28,000 employees at parks in California and Florida. Um, it's because of the limited attendance on the theme parks and other restrictions due to the pandemic, which in Anaheim, there's no theme parks happening. Um, the Walt Disney Company said it will lay off 28,000 workers in its parks, experience, and products division in California and Florida. According to Disney, 67% of the planned layoffs involved part-time workers, but they ranged from salaried employees to non-union hourly workers. Over the past several months, we've been forced to make a number of necessary adjustments to our business, and as difficult as this decision is today, we believe the steps we are taking are, will enable us to emerge a more effective and efficient operation when we return to normal, says a Disney Parks chairman, Josh D. Amaro, uh, in a statement. 
He says that the situation was exacerbated in California by the state's unwillingness to lift restrictions that would allow Disney to relo Disneyland to reopen. Um, he says the layoffs were the only feasible option in light of the prolonged impact of COVID-19 on our business and including limited cap uh, capacity due to physical distancing requirements and the continued uncertainty regarding the duration of the pandemic. Disney parks closed last spring as the pandemic started spreading in the U.S. The Florida parks reopened this summer, but California parks have yet to reopen as the company awaits guidance from the state of California. So unfortunately, that is sad news to hear. Um, it sucks to be unemployed and laid off. I know I got laid off from two jobs, so I get it. It does suck, but eventually it does get better. So I'm waiting for it to get better. <laughs> In other theme park news, uh, Jurassic Park, uh, or excuse me, Jurassic World Velocicoaster officially made its announcement, um, and they're going to include actors from the film franchise. Um, there was an oops tease, I guess, this weekend. Universal Orlando Resort finally announced the Jurassic World Velocicoaster today, revealing a lot of exciting and new details about the attraction. Um, they said the ride will feature an original story that was based on the Jurassic World films. Um, and it will take fans on an amazing ride as Jurassic World unveils the next evolution of its carnivore expansion, the Velocicoaster, where riders embark on a high-speed chase and feel the rush of the hunt while racing alongside a nimble Velociraptor uh, pack. The ride will feature the original cast of the film series, including Chris Pratt as Owen Grady, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire Deering, and B.D. Wong as Dr. Henry Wu. And you can check out a video. Um, it's all over the place. It looks super cool. It looks awesome. It's an extreme roller coaster. It uh, has more than 47,000 feet of track and reaching heights of 155 feet with maneuvers that will have guests twisting and soaring above land, barrel rolling just above water, speeding through near misses and launches with the Raptor Paddock and more including the following thrill features, which are accelerate through two pulse pounding launches, reaching 70 miles per hour in 2.4 seconds, encountering a one-of-a-kind 360-degree barrel right above the Island of Adventure Lagoon, uh, experiences zero-gravity inverted stall that will send riders upside down across 100 feet of track in a jaw-dropping maneuver, and go airborne during the towering top hat, which propels riders 150 feet in the air and then immediately into an 80-degree drop. It's Universal's steepest drop yet, and there are 12 heart-pound heart-pounding seconds of airtime the thrilling sensation of weightlessness riders will feel when they're lifted from their seat throughout the entire adventure the attraction is open um summer 2021 and when it does it will be a florida's fastest and tallest launch coaster so are you guys ready to check out the velasa coaster it's again in orlando so you can check it out at universal studios orlando there and that is all your news in your theme park news all right, last but not least, I do like to end the show with a smile, and this is what we call your moment of pure happiness. It looks like Americans say COVID-19 has given them a newfound appreciation of nature. Nearly 6 in 10 Americans have new appreciation of nature during quarantine, according to this survey. The poll asked 2,000 Americans about how they're keeping their moods up in light of social distancing measures. 58% of respondents shared they didn't appreciate nature as much as they should have before the pandemic. Uh, conducted by one poll on behalf of the Recreational Boating and Fishing Foundation. Um, the survey showed three quarters of respondents are starting to feel a boost in their mood thanks to spending more time outdoors, with 66% sharing their doing more outdoor activities close to home. 
Six in ten people shared that they've been able to finally take the time to explore their local communities with local parks, trails, lakes, topping the list of newfound areas. Um, just over half of respondents have gone fishing during this time in quarantine, and 27% have officially uh, done have specifically done so to boost their mental health. That is, uh, that this activity can be done with adhering to social distancing guidelines is a also a boon for many. A quarter of those will go out with a rod and say it's the perk of the activity. Uh, it's the bond they can share with their loved ones. That's what happens too. So nearly four in 10 respondents have actually become more physically active during this time. In fact, 32% of respondents are participating in more outdoor activities and just people are appreciating a whole lot more. Um, the top op outdoor activities that bring Americans back to childhood, number one is fishing with 37%. Number two is camping, 34%, which I am doing with my family um, in October. Going to the beach, 31%. Going to a lake is 31%. Outdoor cycling is 28%. Running, 24%. Going to a river, 23%. Boating, 23%. Flying a kite, 23%. And last but not least, hiking at 22%. So there you go. It's time to get out to nature. And it's all thanks to the coronavirus. So thank you, coronavirus, for bringing us closer to nature. And that is your moment of pure happiness. And that is also today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. Again, if you are a new listener, I would love for you to follow the show. Um, you can follow it on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Just hit subscribe. Or you can also go to my social media. It's Hula, S-D-H-U-L-A-S-D on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and all of those other platforms as well. Um, you can also um, email me at lifewithhula at gmail.com. And I just appreciate you. Again, I'm starting this whole new weight loss journey kicking off tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be fun because I'm just eating whatever I want. And I'll, of course, share all that information with you guys on the podcast. Um, but other than that, you guys have an amazing, amazing Wednesday. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.